And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the Internet now. Oh, sure. Next, you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Terms or restrictions apply. On today's show, Carl Anthony Towns has reason to smile again. Gary Trent Jr. hits a game winner. He's already a fan favorite in Toronto. He's Damian Lillard Part 2. Relax, Tess. And Kyrie Irving is a GD showman. Although James Harden sustains an injury in Brooklyn, we'll get to that. Hey, I'm Tass Mellis, and this is what you need to know in the NBA for Tuesday, April 6th. What's up, everybody? It was an entertaining set of games on the NBA schedule that got the heck out of the way for the NCAA final. Congrats to the Baylor team on the W in the professional leagues. Well, the NCAA is kind of professional, isn't it? Or should be. Anyways, I first turned my eyes to Knicks Nets. The Nets are trying to get fully healthy for the stretch run, getting ready for the postseason. And like most weeks in my life, things started promising for the Nets. Kevin Durant scheduled to come back soon. James Harden did return after missing two straight games with hamstring tightness. And then on an innocent-looking drive to the hoop just four minutes into the game, he got into the lane, did a little driving dish, what Harden's been doing. Things looked normal. But then he signaled to the bench, hey, hey, Coach Nash, get me out of here. He tweaked that right hamstring again. A worrisome injury, as hamstring injuries tend to not go away. He went to the locker room, did not return. Hopefully, he's just being safe. No word on the severity of the injury, as he, KD, and Kyrie have only played seven games together this season. It's a weird year for Harden. Played himself into shape in Brooklyn, looked amazing. But hopefully, he'll be all right. The other part of that big three, Kyrie Irving, what a show. Watching this game, I thought if there's one player I would pay to see perform on any given night, it would be this guy. Yeah, I'm taking Kyrie. The difficulty in the shot making this year is like no other player. Of course, there's Jokic and Lillard and Luka and LeBron. There's a ton. Let me know who you would pick in the comments. But the the, the acrobatics, what he's doing, pulling back the ball, falling in the lane, right hand, left hand, like he's going to over and over and over again this season. I'm taking Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie ended this game with 40 points as Brooklyn came back to beat the Knicks, who are struggling offensively lately. That is their big issue. Moving on, the Minnesota Timberwolves have had many issues this season. You can't point to just one. Carl Anthony Towns has had little reason to smile, but it was awesome seeing Cat smile again in a win over Sacramento. Yeah, huge smile. And his stats have been pretty bonkers recently. 27-11 and 11 with nearly five assists on good percentages over the last 15 games. Very solid. 2020 was a very tough year for him. With his family, his mom passed last year. Family members passed. That's why this season was always kind of a write-off for him. But no one was expecting them to have the worst record in the league. Expectations for them to be in the play-in tournament, at least with D'Angelo Russell himself and rookie Rubio. Uh, then they got injured. It, it all went downhill. Uh, although, because of the injuries, rookie Anthony Edwards took on a bigger role, got some more reps. 
D'Angelo Russell, one of those injured guys, did return after missing two months against the Kings. He came back, didn't have a great shooting night. But here we are. This is Carl Anthony Towns' sixth year at, in his career. I just don't want him to be a numbers guy. I just don't want him to get those numbers uh, and not have the W's alongside it. Big job for new head coach Chris Finch in that locker room to mix D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. Hopefully they can find some stability there because they haven't found it. There was some stability in the rim. There was a wedgie in this game. Great call by Dave Benz, Jim Peterson uh, to call this wedgie. You'll see it on the full No Dunks episode today here on Tuesday. Washington, Toronto. Gary Trent Jr. has been a Raptor for less than two weeks. He was acquired for Norm Powell at the deadline. And in those two weeks, in six games, the 22-year-old has had his career high. He was coming off two consecutive games where he hit six threes in each. And then on Monday, he wasn't having an incredible night when the Wizards were up one. They missed with 10 seconds left, leaving the door open for Toronto. Trent rebounded the ball and said, I'm taking this. He made up his mind that he was taking it. He told Eric Smith after the game on the broadcast, yeah, I wasn't letting it go. It's a little Damian Lillard-like, right? He played with Lillard in Portland before being moved to Toronto. It already looks like an incredible deal for the Raptors. And it's not just the game winner, although that was phenomenal. Uh, They traded one former second-round pick for another, moving Norm Powell over to Portland. But the one in Toronto now, and Gary Trent, will be signing his first big contract with the Toronto this offseason rather than his second big contract like Portland will be doing with Norm. Norm. And unlike his dad, Gary Trent Sr., I think Junior will be spending more than just 13 games with the Raptors. Just a hunch. I think they'll be ready to pay him. And if you haven't read the incredible story of Gary Trent helping his friend Jordan Bolton walk again on The Athletic, you should. I'll throw it in the show notes. Have a read. Utah, Dallas. Luka Doncic. Talking about those guys you would pay to see. Well, he'll win an MVP down the road. This one... This season, it's not it. He started slowly, and his team suffered because of it. But the Mavs have won five straight. They're two games back from the sixth seed. They toppled a Jazz team. That couldn't hit a three. I mean, that was part of it for sure. They're kind of like the Nuggets, the Mavericks are. The team started slow, and here they come. They found their identity a little bit. Even without Kristaps Porzingis, who was sitting this one out, they beat those Utah Jazz. It was an off night for Utah. Snapping their streak. That's fine. They can have a they can have an off night. Cleveland San Antonio. The Spurs are a team Dallas has passed in the standings. The Spurs finished up a homestand two and seven. Yuck. The Spurs snapped a streak of 22 consecutive playoff appearances last season when they missed out, and they could be starting a streak in the other direction. Uh, they've dropped into the play-in tournament portion of the standings after a great start to the season. Is making the play-in tournament making the playoffs? <laughs> oh. The eternal question here in the NBA. They're banged up. No DeJounte Murray hurt the defense versus Darius Garland, who had a career-high 37 points versus San Antonio. Woo! Uh, The Rockets are banged up, of course, but give credit to head coach Steven Silas. They are scrappy. They took on an equally scrappy Suns team down to the wire, but Phoenix held on for their sixth straight win. They're sitting comfortably in the West second seat. How about that? Good to see DeAndre Ayton. Bounce back. He's had a little bit of a rough stretch with 27 points. Kevin Porter Jr. continues to rehab his image in Houston. He scored 20. What could have been in Cleveland? 
just talked about Darius Garland. Along with Colin Sexton, Kevin Porter Jr. was there. Some called Kevin Porter Jr. the prospect with uh, the most upside. Or maybe it was a young OKC situation with Durant, Westbrook, and Harden. They were just never going to work out. Yeah, I'm comparing Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, and Kevin Porter Jr. to Durant, Westbrook, and Harden. I might be going a little bonkers here. I am. I am definitely going a little bonkers here. Although, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. is a lefty. Harden's a lefty. They both left. You always have to compare a lefty with a lefty. That's the rules in the NBA when you're making comps. Last game on the sked. The Pistons dominated the Thunder as Jeremy Grant scored 21 against his former team. That's it for me. Make sure you check out the full No Dunks episode here on Tuesday. They'll give you the goods. Make sure you check the show notes for that article from The Athletic. I'll be back to give you the news tomorrow as fast as I possibly can. I'll talk to you then. Hey, baseball fans, this is Derek Van Riper. Now that spring training games are underway, opening day is just a few weeks away. Eno Saris and I have been getting ready for the season all winter on Rates and Barrels. Whether you're a seasoned fantasy player, a baseball stats junkie, or just someone who wants to learn more about the game, join us for four episodes each week this season, including our new Friday live stream with former big leaguer Trevor May. Check out the live stream on Fridays at 1 o'clock Eastern on the Rates and Barrels YouTube channel, or listen to the show wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including the ad-free option on the Athletic app.